Hey, fans and family. I just thought I'd check in because it's been three days. Oh, yesterday. What a day. Because it's actually 1.15 in the morning. And I'm kind of laying on the couch. And I thought I would catch you up with my life. I kind of thought this podcast would be a little bit different than what it was. Um, but fate or whatever had a uh, another plan for my life today. Um, so this morning, yesterday morning for me, I got up and I had a um, follow-up appointment with the retina specialist because of my macular hole in my eye. And I really expected better news than what I got. Um, I went in positive. I'd been doing my research, cleansing my liver, taking some um, vitamins and minerals and herbs for my vision and my eye. And uh, they had to dilate my eyes again. And I'm just a fan. Uh, And they send you home. They put you in your car and they send you home. It's just unbelievable how people drive home with those drops, especially at night in their eyes. Um, I don't know if it could have been a defense for me if I was in a car accident or not, but it was kind of crazy. But anyway, back to um, the morning. So I get up and I'm preparing. And in my cup, I had brewed a, um, I think it was an Irish breakfast from Equal Exchange. It's a fair trade tea company that I buy from um, Whole Foods. And I put that into my Yeti thermos because Sometimes when I'm out, and especially right now, the lines are so long at um, Starbucks. I just want to make sure that I have some tea with me. And I set on my journey. And I get there, and I get to get in right away. And they do the whole picture, you know, behind the eye thing. And, of course, they have to dilate your eye because they have to see your retina. And um, I'm still like really positive. I get through all of that and I finally get back to where I talk to the doctor and um, he's looking and he's looking and um, so he tells me that there's a um, there's a tear and my retina's pulling and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, well, can we like whatever we're going to do he explains like that he'll either do laser or um, cryogenics, uh, cold treatment on it and I'm like, Uh, either none of those sound really good to me Um, and I said well okay can we schedule that you know for after the end of the year and he was like "Um, no I I really can't even let you leave the office today without doing these procedures what like I have I have work and these are holiday weeks and oh there's so much money involved in holiday weeks and vacation time and I can't take time off and I don't want to do this and but I don't have a choice um well I do have a choice you know I could have left and um the retina could have actually just pulled more and then it would have been major surgery and my eye would have taken weeks to heal I would have been out of work for a month to six weeks so okay here we go I've never had laser anything ever, and I'm not afraid of it. I'm afraid of the unknown, and I guess that's the same thing like I'm not afraid of mice, but if one shoots across the floor, I'll scream and jump, 
because I don't really know what it is, is it speeds across the floor or catches, you know, out of my side of my vision or whatever. So I get back there and um, the nurse is so super sweet and she explains everything to me and I'm thinking, okay, so I'm going to probably be laying down and they're probably going to have to strap me down because I'm not going to like this. And no. So, you know, when you go to the eye doctor and you put your chin in that little spot and you push your forehead against that little bar. Yeah, that's it. And you're not strapped in. And all I could see was me like jerking and half my eye gets lasered out or something. And so she explains everything to me and what to expect. And um, I'm scared. And I practice meditation. And I had a period of time between the procedure and waiting. And so she left the room. And I just kind of just started to, you know, at first my arms literally were crossed in front of my my chest like I was totally not accepting anything and I was blocking everything out and from there I went to my arms and my hands um, crossed in my lap and I was kind of rubbing my thumb and so at that point I said you know you have to do this and she even joked and she said you have a daughter and I said I have three children and she said then you'll be able to do this don't worry and I was like yeah okay still the unknown I've never done this before. I am so scared and I'm alone and it's so scary. Um, So I start to just calm my breath and my breathing and I just start to just breathe and tell myself, you know, you've got to do this and you've got this and all the positive, you know, affirmations that I can think of and my breathing and, and and it absolutely did work. At one point, I really had to bring myself out of the thought that I was in and back into the present into the room and at that point I kind of just relaxed my hands and kind of said okay you know I have to do this so it was a little bit longer and the doctor came in and um, the nurse was there and she said that if my head moved away from the bar that she would um, that she would be there to you know push my head back up which she had to do probably about five times. I was thankful she was there because I really didn't realize I was pulling away. And the doctor even joked and he goes, I don't know why people want to run from this machine. (laughs) Yeah. And so he told me that he would let me know before the light came, which would be the laser. And he put that lens back on my eye. They call it a contact lens. It's a joke. It's like a mini camera lens. It's metal and they put goop in it and it sits right on your eyeball and he moves it like all around. And if anything is bothering me right now is that my eye is um, really dry from him, you know, moving that along. Cause I think the whole procedure was probably seven minutes long. And so I had to, uh, yeah, do that. I'm trying not to sneeze <laughs> cause I don't want to sneeze. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, remove that. So you get to hear me sneeze. I didn't want to sneeze because I didn't want to jar my head. But my nose is all gucky, whatever. But I'll explain that later. So anyway, he, uh, he gets in there and he, uh, 
he puts the lens on and I'm used to that. I've had that done before. And he starts moving around, moving around. And then it's like, okay, we're ready for the light. And you just see this bright green light and you can hear it. It kind of like sounds like when you're letting air out of your tire, you know, like, and it, it hurts a little and it, but it doesn't hurt like pain. It doesn't hurt like a headache or, um, you know, an, an infection on a cat scratch or, um, you know, a paper cut. It doesn't hurt like that. It, it, I guess the best thing that I could tell you is how it hurts is, is if you would take your fingers and put them on your wrist and, and squeeze those tendons, it's like kind of like that kind of hurt. And, um, I tolerated for a minute and I was like, okay, ow, ow, you know? And so he stopped and I think, I don't know. I, I probably lost count. Maybe he did that 10 or 11 times. Um, he had to enclose two holes that were, um, in my macular. And so right now I am, um, at the mercy of work because I'm not, I can go back to work. He said I can work. It's not a problem. I just can't lift anything over 25 pounds. So that's going to be up to work because I feel like I can go back to work, but I have to let them know what's going on. So I guess I'll wait and hear from them tomorrow. I already called them and spoke to somebody and he said he would get with the right people and they'd get back with me. So we wait because I really don't want to take any time off right now. Who does? This is like, this is holiday pay. Oh my God. Ah, it's so frustrating. So anyway, I, um, hmm. So I got home and that was like a trip. First of all, it was about, I don't know, maybe 5.30. And when you get your eyes dilated, every light looks like a starburst. It's like really bright. And so I got rush hour, headlights, you know, lights lighting the street, lights on businesses. And I feel like I'm in a freaking light starburst, you know, like everything. And I'm trying to drive in areas that I'm not familiar with at night. It was just crazy. And I kept thinking to myself, I can't believe that they allow me to drive. But they did. And I did make it home and safely. And I didn't hurt anybody and nobody hurt me. I think I ticked off quite a few drivers that were behind me um, that were so impatient and honking the horn and angry at me because I wasn't going fast enough for them. But had I gone faster, I probably would have ended up in a ditch or a yard or who knows where. But, you know, sometimes it calls for a little bit of patience when you're behind somebody who's not driving the way you feel that they should because you don't know what they're going through. Um, So I got home and, you know, I just said, I'm going to take it easy. I had so many things that I want to do. I wanted to wash laundry and I have, um, I drink filtered water and I had four of those big bottles that I wanted to go get filled. And now I can't do that. And, um, you know, I had to sit on the couch and I'm not good at just sitting. It just doesn't work well with me, but I made myself, I actually watched reruns of the walking dead. And I talked to a few people, you know, who wanted to know what was going on with me. And, um, yeah, so that's it. 
<laughs> that was my day. It didn't turn out the way that I wanted, and this podcast was absolutely not what I wanted to say. <clears throat> you know that your eye kind of bleeds, you know, that's kind of gross, and it like gets in your nose and down your throat. That's part of the disgusting part, the aftermath. Um, so I guess, I, I mean, I guess I can sleep any way I want. Um, I just have to watch um, bending over and um, bending over and like definitely not picking up heavy things like Rango, my cat. <laughs> She's so chubby. She's 21 pounds. I am not going to pick her up. Not happening. Although she is underneath the limit of what I'm allowed to pick up, but I'm not. I'm just going to baby myself for the next couple of days and take care of me. And uh, tomorrow. I got plans on how to get the stuff done I want to get done and keep it all within the uh, requirements of the doctor. I don't have any kind words to say. I don't have anything uplifting. I just kind of wanted to let you know that my day did not go as planned. Your days won't go as planned. Um, Yeah, I got some kind of depressing news too, and and I'll talk about that maybe tomorrow. You know, life is just really sucky right now. Um, And things just don't work out the way that you want them to. But sometimes you have to look past that. And, uh, you know, I could have had a a total retina problem. I could have lost my sight. There's so many things that could have happened that did not. I ended up having to suffer um, a laser treatment and deal with it and stop being a baby And yeah, I pouted on the couch for a little bit and felt sorry for myself. And I didn't want to cry because I was afraid to cry that it would do something with my eye. So we have to kind of look beyond our circumstances and we have to realize that it could always be worse. It could always be worse. I don't care what your situation is. It can always be worse. So you're suffering a little bit of discomfort or you know, things just aren't going your way or you can't see the people that you want to see because you're trapped or you're stuck and, you know, it's getting to be a little bit too much. But you know what? It could be a whole lot worse. So maybe in the few minutes that I have left of talking with you, because I try to set a time limit for myself on these, just stop right now for a moment in your situation, no matter what it is, And just take a deep breath with me. Ready? Ready? In. And exhale. One more time. Breathe in. And exhale. Now I want you to think about how it could be worse. Your situation, no matter what you're in. Think about how it could be worse. Because it could be. All right? Don't dwell on that too much. Now come back into your current situation. It's not so bad. You'll get through it. You might have a wound or two. You might have a couple bandages you have to rip off in a couple days. But you'll make it. I'll make it. We'll survive. Life is shitty sometimes. It really is. And our cards are not always dealt the way we want them to. And sometimes we're dealt, you know, a two of clubs instead of the king of spades. And we just got to go with the flow. 
We're going to survive this, people. We're going to make it through all of it, through the sickness, through the COVID, through the employment, through friendships, through whatever you're going through, marriages, whatever you're going through, you're going to make it because you want to. All right, that's all I have. I'm going to try to relax and do nothing. (laughs) And I will talk to you guys tomorrow about what I wanted to talk to you about today. Have a great night. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Bye.